This one goes out to the one I love. This one goes out to the one I've left behind. All right, Mike, do that thing you did last time. That was cool. This week on First Issue Club, we're talking Ironheart number one on Marvel and what TV shows are coming out in 2019. Let's do it. Yeah, you heard it right. We got a crazy little episode for you. There's a bunch of books that came out this week, but there's not a lot of first issues that came out because the colder months, the December months approaching Christmas, are a little bit slower sometimes. Um, So there's a handful of books that came out, but the one we were most excited and most anticipating was Ironheart number one on Marvel. So we're going to do that book, and then we're going to do 2019 comic book shows. Mike has a magical list in his pocket somewhere. He's going to wazzle and dazzle us. Yeah, you guys aren't going to believe this list. This week in the club, we got me, Budget King. We got Greg. Hey, everybody. We got Caitlin. Hello. And we got Mike D. What's up? We got Caitlin. <laughs> Yo. We got Greg. Hello. And we got Mike D. Budget King's here. Yeah, I'm here. And we got Caitlin. We got Greg. We got Mike D. We got BK. No! <laughs> Was that what you wanted us to do the first time? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just felt good to just keep going. <laughs> just felt really natural. Get, I thought he was going to keep going until yeah. we eventually caught just, on. Yeah. Let's get this bucket started! talking about today is Ironheart number one out on Marvel Comics premiere issue for writer Eve L. Ewing and we've got Kevin Lebranda on the project as well. Not a lot of context for who the character necessarily is in this book. It's not an origin story per se but we do know that Riri Williams is a young brilliant woman who reverse engineered one of Tony Stark's Iron Man suits to build one for her own. She's from Chicago's South Side, has had some tragedy in the family. She lost her father and sister, so she's kind of alone. We find her in a place now where her genius has been recognized, and she's working at MIT, has her own lab. So she's out there getting it. Doesn't necessarily want to play the superhero role, it appears. She's more about inventing, creating, doing good with her knowledge, but sometimes you're forced into kicking some ass. And I'll say this is another thing, too, that, like, a lot of times, you know, we say you didn't necessarily get a proper origin of her in this, but throughout the book, we just gleamed insight about her, into her personality and her backstory a little bit, which was enough. 
and that's probably a better way to do it than like three pages of like reenacting. Oh, my dad died and my sister's gone. Like that's I hate, friendly, I hate yeah. when Spider Man goes back and they show you the whole like Uncle Ben thing before they get into it. What Spe- happened to Uncle Ben? <laughs> oh, I got some bad news for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, speaking of Spider Man. This comic felt, like, so reminiscent of a Spider-Man book to me. Absolutely. I had, like, seven words for notes for bullet points, and that was my second one. Was Was it really? Felt like Spider-Man book. Yeah. Yeah. The way she disarms villains with humor and uses the bad guy's uh, underestimation of her because she's a young woman. He, he, He thinks she's not necessarily intelligent or up on his level, and then she, like, way outsmarts this guy. Yeah, she's a genius. Yeah. She's like next. I think she's actually smarter than Tony Stark. Like she is like beyond brilliant. I don't know that it's something that she's doing consciously though, because it seems like she's too focused on trying to do stuff, trying to do more stuff. I mean, this book kind of paints her as a workaholic. People are worried about her because she's so immersed in what she's doing, but I don't necessarily see her as being like, "Yep, I'm just going to own that this is who I am." She's just so focused. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely right. There's that scene where uh, her new colleagues try to ask her out to lunch, and she's like, nope, I got more important things to do. Yeah, she just, to me, she seems, like, elevated, like, just above it. Yeah. Because she's not, she doesn't care about it one bit. This this was my favorite aspect of the, the book, that we got some insight into her, like, personality flaws. Friends try to help her out. At the end of the book, I think without some of this stuff, you have, like, a villain monologuing, and then our hero outsmarting that villain. Right. Which is, like, classic tropey. S- explaining, like, science with, like, big words. Yeah, like she's that. she's self-narrating a lot and mm. explaining what she's doing and how she's going to do it, um, which, you know, who walks around and says what they're going to say out loud. Uh, it works in a comic book. It's, again, very Spider-Man reminiscent. But at the end of the book, we kind of see some, like, layers peeled back on her. We find out that this neighbor she used to live by... Her mom put him up to calling her. Right. Just try to get her to talk to somebody, get her out of the house, make sure she's having personal connections still. And they have this... Seemingly hour-long... Hour, hour-long conversation, argue, have stuff in common, build a bond. That was the point that pushed me over the edge with this comic being like, okay, now I'm really interested in this character and, and where this story might go. Probably my favorite part of this whole comic book is when she has to take off her boot to, like, re-engineer it. To me, it's, like, how DIY she is. At the heart of it is, like, she's a self-made DIY Iron Man. I think her youth is really a huge part of that, too, because, like, her converse and she's just hanging off the side of a building, just slouched, like, that is not something you would see a pose of Iron Man doing. Yeah. Funny that we mentioned Peter Parker so much because Parker Industries actually plays a little bit of a role in this comic book. Yeah, this character that she's fighting is someone who was spun off from one of the last Spider-Man runs. A guy who was at Parker Industries, took some tech. He's also a brilliant scientist and is using it for no good. He's probably an incel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's, he's using it as like a kind of an audition to get into this supposed terrorist ring that he wants to join. I think it's called like the Ten Rings or something. And that was really interesting to me was that even though he was trying to do it as some initiation, he gives it up really easily and just gives the disc or the chip that he had with the Ten Rings on it to her. Like, maybe you can do this. 
Yeah, what they're, they're hauling me off. Yeah. Do yeah. I get so frustrated because bad people tell good people all the time, you and I, we're really the same. And it never, ever has the effect that they intend for it to. Yeah. And never, it's usually ever. never the case. Every Either. every bad person's ever told me that I'm the same as them. I was like, you're right. I'm, yeah. ba- I'm bad. <laughs> we okay, both so once breathe air. For the whole time it's been said. But I think that this could potentially create an interesting dynamic for this character. Not that it'll necessarily go down this road, but she's someone who doesn't build a lot of relationships and is maybe a loner type, which isn't common maybe for a lot of your superheroes. Maybe They're like outgoing people who have teammates and sidekicks and all that good stuff, secret lives that they're hiding from other people. She doesn't really have anybody to hide from necessarily. People know who she is. She's tied up in her lab, cooped up all night long. Maybe some of her relationships go bad and she tailspins and who knows? I'd love to see her like entertain darkness. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, avenues this could go down. Yeah. I don't think she will. She's classically been such like a cool, fun-loving character, but Mm -hmm. at her age, like just going to college, right out of high school, is like hyper, hyper emotional point of your life. Like I was a basket case around then. Well, she has so much grief and loss. Yeah, right. That she's just kind of keeping somewhere on the back burner in her brain. Mm Mm-hmm. So and, yeah, yeah, it would be it would be a crazy direction for a comic book like this to go to do something twisted like that. So at least it introduces the concept of that a little bit. The Ten Rings. So that's the terrorist group associated with Mandarin. Do you remember the Punisher killed Mandarin? I thought it was the Punisher. It's like a sniper from a building, and the Punisher was trying to get the sniper. Gets blamed for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that could cross over a little bit or something like that. It's an interesting subplot to have in here. For sure. When this book was coming out, a lot of chatter on social media was parents were excited to introduce this book to their young daughters. A lot of people that I follow on Twitter were just like they were pumped for their kids to read this book because it was such a positive message. And it was a young woman at the lead of this uh, whole book. And it was really well written. It wasn't like pandering or any kind of... uh, softball superhero book because this could have been an easy just like totally like girl power it could have been written like marvel writes their alpha rising series or alpha series yeah i was just about to say it's not very ya yeah that's what that's how you write a good ya book is like nobody stops and thinks this isn't for me Mm -hmm. so in that way great great book interesting book her being an engineer too just the way she seems so wired to look at everything in her life like that she could be incredibly powerful because she just is constantly taking in information and assimilating it and then doing something crazy amazing and like eclectic with it throughout the whole book even when the guy is like you and I are the same and and she just kind of goes well you know what I do want people to see the real me and I don't want to go unappreciated like that. But that's that's all that comes from that. She mm-hmm. doesn't go through the bullshit inner torture that we see in, like, a lot of the comic book shows. That would be its own little mini arc in Arrow, where he would go and brood off in, like, some <laughs> corner about it Yeah. for a few episodes. And here she's just like, hmm, yeah. And she assimilates it, and she does something about it, and she moves on. And that could be that could be the makings of a really refreshing superhero for me. I think that's the benefit we get when Marvel takes these risks on uh, authors that they hadn't previously employed. 
that like hopefully they do something different, you know? And I think that that's that's the benefit we got out of this comic book. Ironheart, if you didn't like this book, you don't have a heart. You have a heart of iron. <laughs> Is that a strong heart, though? Uh, uh, if you have an iron a heart. A cold heart. Is that what you meant? If you, you couldn't pump blood. Be too I, heavy. Sink through your stomach. Um, Take two. Ironheart, if you didn't like this book, you have an iron lung. Mm-hmm. 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 Still just picturing all your blood sinking to your stomach. <laughs> if you... Oh, sorry. Ironheart. If you your heart's big enough, you'll iron this book. <laughs> I hope he does those takes, that noise of like, boop, beep, boop. Oh, I hope not. I hope none of this is in the podcast. <laughs> boop. Heart iron. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> up we are going to talk about some tv there's so many things happening in the news this week uh, about comic books and tv sharky the bounty hunter just got announced uh, as the next malar world book out of netflix and that's following the magic order that also came out earlier that we covered so they have a whole deal where they're doing doing a bunch of netflix stuff so it seems like every day that's happening yeah it was just announced that daredevil Got canceled from Netflix. No! So, aside from The Punisher, looks like all of the Marvel Netflix shows have been canned. That's Terry. It's such a bummer. But there's still plenty of comic book shows that are coming out. I think those shows we're just hoping are going to find a new home eventually. But They have to. Yeah. Aren't they wildly popular? Right. There's no reason to cancel them unless Marvel wants to do something else with them. Yeah. DC's doing their own network. Marvel probably wants to do the same thing. Yeah, makes or sense. Disney, who owns Marvel, right? So what I was going to do was run down the list of... I love this segment, by the way. You brainchild, you you, you birthed this segment. I'm, I'm really proud of you on this Anyone one. else have nice things to say to me? I'm digging it so far as well. Okay. I'm feeling good, great, good too. Good job. Did you put crystals into this room? I, I placed a crystal on my belly. Like a troll doll? Yeah, when I was sleeping. Oh, I had, my God. I had some amethyst. On my stomach. Oh. Mm. And then I was imbued with this idea when I woke. Figures. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's paying off. There's 22 comic book related shows Oof. that I tracked down that are going to be releasing in 2019. This, this we're is... not worried about oversaturation at all. This is good, <laughs> good news well, for us. The funny thing is, is that we yeah. were joking on an earlier episode about how like every network gets a show. We did the Oprah thing. You get a comic book show. You get a comic book show. Uh, Literally every single network has a comic book show now. Yeah. It's either nuts and out of control or totally awesome. I think it's totally awesome. I just hope it's not that people ditch the ideas if they don't give them the return that they want and then nothing else. Oh, they absolutely will do that. I I think that indie publishers right now, like Scout and Boom, who've had success with stuff getting picked up, their big money market is like, let's syndicate stuff. Let's sell stuff. Can I tell you a bummer scenario that's born out of this, though? One of the lists that I found was shows that are in development. It's 111 shows right now based on comic books that are in development. Guess how many are actually in production, though? Like less than half. Like seven. Yeah. Part of my worry is that people are buying up the rights to these shows because like comic books are really popular right now and then they're just sitting in development purgatory forever and people aren't making these like rad shows because 
they just they, got bought up by the wrong person too quick. I agree, but like as an independent publisher, even if I can just even sell the IP for that, you're making like, like fuck tons of money. Yeah, I'm compared making, to what you would have making made. enough money to put out other cool books. So like, that's true. I kind of hate and love it. Yeah. Let's say the publisher does sell the IP to whatever network. Does that mean that they can't write new stories for that property? My understanding is that they just can't make the movie of it, or they just can't make the TV show of it. Hmm. So they can write all the new stories they want, but they cannot ever make a TV show out of it. They so there have the be, rights to do that. Yeah, yeah, so there could be more comic issues of said comic. I'm not a lawyer, but that's that would be my... Since when? <laughs> I only know budgets. Uh. <laughs> In fact, I'm royalty. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Let's start with the... Uh, heavy hitter here abc's marvel agents of shield is back for season six next year what do you guys think about that should that show still be around i don't i fell off it but i think the first four seasons i was way into i loved it but it it seemed like it had an ending and it did its thing and i was kind of tired of them constantly like being apart from each other, like, oh, we're best friends and we got ripped apart again. And now we spend an entire season trying to get back together and it's good for one day and then they get ripped apart again. I'm kind of like, put this show in the ground. Season six. (laughs) Yeah, this has to be their last season. Also, is S.H.I.E.L.D. even around in the Marvel Universe in the movies? As far as everyone knows, they're, like, disbanded. Yeah, they've been, the the concept of the show is that S.H.I.E.L.D. has gone underground. Yeah, but they're still very much a thing. I mean, even in the last... Avengers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would like Agent May <laughs> to get a spinoff. Yes. She, wait, did she die in the fifth no. or sixth season? Okay, then I, that's what I want. Show's called May Day. Um. <gasps> it's already, it's already, wheels are spinning. The characters do really well at cons. That's all I was gonna say. Like, there's a oh. big, there's a big fan oh, base for well, it. That makes a lot and, of sense. And the B, the B characters that are easy to get at cons because they're not. It's just an ABC television show. Do really well for cons, and that's like kind of a good reason to keep it around. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Keep it around, ABC. <laughs> Amazon. They dipped their toes in last year with the Tick season one. It's coming back for season two. Excellent. You're calling that a comic movie? It absolutely oh, yeah. is a comic book movie. And we're doing TV shows. Stay on track. Show, sorry. The Tick was a comic before it was a, a yeah. show? Yep. Cut that out. I don't want, I want anybody <laughs> knowing that. Humiliating. Keep it in, Matt. You keep that in, and then you add the womp, womp, womp. I always thought it was a cartoon, and then it became live action. Nope. Comic book, cartoon, live action. Here we are now. Well, it's great in all forms, even the one I didn't know about. <laughs> I a thousand percent am for that. Yeah, I you guys loved, loved the first season. It right? was amazing. Yeah. It was so good. It's so funny. Yeah. It doesn't, like, pull punches, and it is brutal, and it is gory. Yeah. But it's so, it manages to be so tongue-in-cheek. I mean, because yeah. it's the tick, but... yeah. I think the show really takes pride in being off kilter and kind of self-identifying as off the wall and and surprising. They're not doing anything that you would expect them to do. Correct. Yeah. Amazon also has a, another comic book show, something a little darker, more serious. The Boys. Did you guys ever read that book? I, I didn't. I read one issue of it. It went to. I think it went to like in the seventies. Like it was a pretty long run. Mm-hmm. That's a Garth Ennis book. Yep. And it's essentially like a secret task force that's charged with taking out superheroes. So superheroes are like dirtbag, celebrity douchebags uh, that are always getting into trouble and getting drunk, going out partying, and their powers are getting out of control. I think they actually kill them. 
They actually kill them. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to like take them out and yeah. like manage that as a as a manner of like world security. Mm-hmm. That That's nuts. Heroes are perceived as a danger. So that should be an interesting show. Especially, and obvi- yeah. obviously it'll be dark if uh Garth Ennis wrote it. If Garth Ennis wrote it and we're killing people in the show. <laughs> he, for those who don't know, he also wrote Preacher. So uh-huh. which is an equally dark show. Which I'm sure is on that list. Because that show is We amazing. shall see. Mm-hmm. AMC? That... So far this is in alphabetical order. Is that is Happy <laughs> on there? I thought that was Amazon. I think Happy got canceled. Oh, it did. Did it? Oh, bummer. I don't know. I don't think there's another season coming out. In Maybe they just did it all in 2019. one season. 2019. Might be done. Because so, uh, the original series was only four issues of Happy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe yeah, there's nothing else to done. do with it. It could be. Might. <laughs> I kind of appreciate that sometimes when a show just doesn't totally. go on for yes. seasons and seasons. It's like, give me a resolution, be done. Mm-hmm. I, I Make ever- something else cool. I'd like everything to be as long as Lost. <laughs> uh, never heard of that show. <laughs> I don't know your friend. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> All right. AMC, no surprise here. Fear the Walking Dead, Ugh. season five. Bum, bum, bum. That's another one you five. think like it's maybe had enough at this point. Uh-huh. Fear the Walking Dead, Walking Dead, like y- y- you've done, you've done it. Walking you- Dead hasn't been confirmed yet, but everyone's assuming that season 10 is going to come out. In like the season fall of 2019, Good isn't that Lord. crazy? Ten seasons of Walking Dead. Which one was the one with Glenn? Where he spoiler alert got killed. Uh, season like six. Six. That's where I stopped. Can you believe you watched that many seasons I as it can't, is? Can't. But at the same time, the first episode of that show. Yeah. I was like, God, this is yeah. amazing. Oh yeah, it felt like I a, never a read movie. the. And, yeah. Yeah, at the time it was like it wasn't even that long ago, but it was. Uh, I was so down for it, and then I, yeah. I'll tell you what, and this is a hot take: the show is better than the comic. Really? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I know. I so I ended up going back and reading some of the comics, and I know that there were a lot of differences, but. Yeah, I've also read the a lot of the novels that spin off from it. Those I heard are, those are good. Those are also better than the comic. Yeah, no kidding. Huh. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't know. I feel like it got to a point, for me at least, that was like, you're setting up this huge cliffhanger every episode, and then in the next episode, that cliffhanger is like very quickly resolved, which is like so trite, that it's like, oh, I want to see what happens, and then it's just like, ah, the guy got shot, it's fine. The show does get a little bit um, unwieldy, but what it does now is it's just totally embraced that, like... Zombies are just the force of, like, the reason why things are here. The true enemy is humans. I think it always has done that, but it's, like, yeah. it just, like, unabashedly, that's it now. Yeah. Guys, up next, I want to say that this is maybe me and Caitlin's favorite channel on TV. Oh, got to guess? Yeah. Is it CW? Fuck yeah, it's CW. <laughs> <laughs> so they're... <laughs> They're back at it again. I'm sure there's a lot of back on their bullshit. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) doing that same old shit. I'm sure like all the Arrowverse shows are probably gonna get like their next seasons next year. Yeah, those shows like just started their most recent seasons in October here, so they haven't announced the next seasons yet. But we do have a new Batwoman show that is within the Arrowverse. So I didn't even know that Batwoman's apparently gonna pop up in Arrow. And she's going to get her own show in 2019. So I'm super pumped for yeah. that. I think you, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be crazy. Do you know who, 
Do you know who's playing her? That's what I was going to ask. I don't know. Ruby Rose from the Orange Australian? is the New Black. Is she Australian? Mm-hmm. She was the tattooed girl in Orange is the well, New Black. Well, then I am even more excited because she's not going to play her campy. Yeah, I mean, all those CW fun. shows, like, cross between, like, too dark and serious to, like, too goofy at sometimes, and they thrive in the middle zone. <laughs> I have to go, like, like from like, watching, like, stay in the middle Arrow somewhere. to, like, Supergirl. Like, I yeah. have to get a good balance because... Man, Supergirl's great. I know. I love that. I can just turn it on and vegetate. Oh, yeah. It's the perfect show for that. And it's also, like, eye candy. Yeah. Everywhere. Oh, yep. All the shows. It, it blows my mind with, like, all these... Every, every time I hear, like, superhero show, I think the budgets on this have to be crazy because people have to fly. They need ornate costumes. The visual effects have to be crazy for someone to, like, shoot ice out of their eyes or and freeze somebody. Elongated Man, like the CG on that, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't actually right. look shitty. Yeah. Like, that has to cost some money. <laughs> Completely. The way they handle Martian Manhunter... Yes. ...is just, like, nuts in that. The CGI and quality of the prosthetics are nuts. Totally agree. Kudos. We could talk about that. Uh, for yeah, an I'll, we'll spare everybody. Yeah, this I think, is like a new CW podcast. I think <laughs> me and Caitlin could start a CW podcast. <laughs> we would be happy to come recap you guys every we week. Are Riverdale but, and oh. Sabrina on there? Not listed. What? Oh, but they're not superhero oh. shows. They're well, comic book. We're talking shows. about any hey. comic book. Oh, show. that's right. I'm sorry. That's right. Sabrina hasn't just, just Sabrina just hasn't been announced yet. Sabrina hasn't been announced and neither and and that's the same thing with Archie or Riverdale is that the season just started. Got it. So they just they're not going to announce it until the season's done. Here's my hope for that that Jughead the Hunger will get one and Vampironica will oh, get one and they'll do like all the rad. I want that so much. All the afterlife with Archie stuff. Yes. Oh, that would be sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, uh, so another CW show that I always space out on I Zombie. <gasps> oh, it's coming yeah. back. Wait, what? Season five. Oh, is it its last season though? I think it might be. Uh, well, we started watching it when we started dating first. I Zombie super important to you guys. It's yeah. so good though. <laughs> Are you gonna walk down to an I Zombie? When when uh, that show ends, <laughs> we end. Yeah, we're gonna walk down to uh, the Rob Thomas uh, written. Yeah, if Rob song. Thomas is just gonna play our wedding. Secret dead girl. <laughs> Who also wait, does he sing Kryptonite? <laughs> burn no, burn so. in the ditches and spanking. He's in he's in a couple episodes of that show too. Okay, we're that is to... Rob Thomas. Oh, Rob Thomas. Yes. <laughs> who do you, who do he you was think thinking Rob, Rob Zombie. Zombie. I knew who he was thinking, but <laughs> Okay. Um, Moving on. We're gonna move on. DC Universe. Big deal with them. They're doing all their own DC shows on their own DC streaming network. Right. So there's a handful of brand new shows. This is this is where we're conversations getting good. Doom Patrol. Oh Ooh. my god, I'm so Coming ready out for that fucking show. I think that's gonna be really cool. I haven't seen like an actual list of the characters that are gonna include in Doom Patrol. I know it's a spinoff of that Titan show they already have going. Mm-hmm. So it's going to probably have a little bit of the vibe that Titans has. That Which shows is like cheesy? Well, that show's kind of dark and serious, but I think some of the costumes and stuff are a little corny to me. So I don't... All I've yeah. seen is the promos, and the promos do not entice me. Yeah. It's getting great reviews. I, is it? I don't it is. know how, but it is. it's... Okay. It's, but... Going off like gangbusters. I haven't I haven't watched the Titan show, so I can't say one thing or another about it. I'll watch anything that's a Doom Patrol show. I, I haven't same. read Doom Patrol 
but I'm going to watch it. And I, yeah. you were talking about, I think, in the last episode, mm-hmm. and just the fact that the premise of it is, I'm in. We talked about it when we talked about Grand Morrison, yeah. Yeah, I just recently read that oh, um, yeah. Brendan Fraser just got attached to that Doom Patrol show. I.E. Oh, sh- uh, George of the Jungle. Ever heard mm-hmm. of him? I.E. Mm-hmm. Blast Encino from the Man. Past. Yeah, Encino Man. Encino Man, yeah. Uh, the Mummy. Oh, God, yeah, he was in The Mummy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do you guys know if you play um, Radiohead's Hail to the Thief to George of the Jungle? It's kind of like a secret soundtrack. What? Oh, All wow. right. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Try it at home, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wasted an God, hour we, of everyone's time. Can we start a fucking rumor that <laughs> that is real? That'd be so awesome. <laughs> All right, so uh, Swamp Thing is another DC Universe show that's coming out in 2019. Yeah, that'll be sweet. I, I'm just interested in knowing how they try to handle a Swamp Thing show. Yeah. Well, they did it in <laughs> USA. Yeah, there was one a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Was this was like How mid nineties? Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was mm. enough to get a bunch of action figures going and then bail on it. <laughs> yeah, right away. I don't think it lasted very long. Did it even go a full season? It might have been cut off by their Beauty and the Beast show <laughs> <laughs> with Ron Perlman. <laughs> was he in that? I think he was the Beast. Oh, was he? Okay, it certainly wasn't the Beauty. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, fired at Ron Perlman. Well, that's cool. I think that the way that um, yeah, the Swamp Thing show will be great. I mean, he's such a dynamic character. It could just be him, and he doesn't even fight anybody, and people would watch it. Yeah. Would yeah. you Would you love to see, like, climate change be a main theme in the show? <laughs> yes. They're starting to do that with the comic books. Yeah. The green. If he goes down and, like, battles in the green, and, like, there's, like, big-ass dinosaur monsters, that'd be cool, too. Yeah. How do you cool. visually do that, though? Yeah, I don't know. They're going to have to, like, cover a guy in, like... Swamp guck every... I'm picturing something out of Mystery Science Theater. Like, yeah. And I just... While I want that, uh-huh. I don't want that yeah. for a new show. <laughs> I'll be interested to see how they tackle it for sure. That's these are all I'm coming out 2019? To. These are all coming out in 2019. One last DC Universe show that's new is Stargirl. Oh, oh, yeah. Which I think is, like, obviously not a super premiere IP. I think DC and Marvel are, like, really flexing on what they can do with these characters that aren't like the main line. I read that there's a trans character in that show. It might even be the main character. No, I think you're thinking of Supergirl. Yep. They cast a trans girl for one of the characters. I'm trying to remember what I'm going to look it up, but I think you're wrong. This is what Swamp Thing looked like in USA, by the way. Fucking crazy. Not bad. (laughs) Yeah, that isn't bad. bad. Yeah, look this up. I mean, we're not a visual uh, medium, but you should look up Swamp Thing. It's it's uh, until we get a YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Stargirl, to be honest. Well, while we're all doing this, I did some fantasy casting in my brain Mm -hmm. for like a DC show. Tell me about it. So I wish they would do Jeff Lemire's run of Animal Man. Okay. Whether it be a show or a movie, fucking. um, (laughs) It's Supergirl. Uh, DC introduces TV's first transgender superhero and announces Stargirl series. Oh, that's in the same headline. <laughs> so, and. The keyword and. <laughs> <laughs> that's the headline I read, so at least I read it correctly. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, Will Forte is who I think should be Animal Man. Oh, that'd be great casting. I that'd think be fun. he has the dynamics to you be fun and yeah. completely disturbed. And, I, the same. and you know what? I like like a more middle-aged person to play. Yeah. Oh, too. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Is there an Animal Man show? Because I'd watch the no. Fuck I'd out watch of that. the fuck out of that. Yeah. Show. Do you think they 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 would tie him into Swamp Thing ever? You they, know, they cross a lot of paths, but they haven't always. 
kind of since New 52 is when they started doing all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, it seems like they should do that. Animal Man, I'm not trying to mansplain Animal Man to you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a lot of his thing is just that like he is fucking like weird-ass home life like with his family, and he can't like keep it together, <laughs> which kind of makes him so great. So, yeah, it's made for Will Forte then. Right. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. I would just lose it. All right, next up we got a show I've been waiting for it to end is Fox's Gotham. It's in its finale season, season five. Thank God. I'm yeah. I could care less that this show's going away. See ya. Is that all we have to say about it? I don't know. Yeah. Don't at me. I guess you can at me. We'll talk about it more. I just never got into this show. <laughs> I wanna say I When's he gonna become Batman? What's like a, a more milder version of hate watching? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh. I watched it ex- expecting to hate it, and then I was like, sort of entertained at parts. Annoyed. There watching? were a couple of characters that grossed me out to watch, and I don't know I if it was like just Jada the way they Pinkett acted Smith or if they were. It. Yeah, she was. It was over the top. Yeah, and it wasn't in a good way. It certainly wasn't no Riverdale. Well, it didn't seem like it was trying. It seemed like it was trying to be serious, but everything got acted yeah. over the top. Yeah, which is I don't yeah. know. It didn't play well for I me. I liked the Riddler. Yeah. He was fine. Yeah. No Jim Carrey. <laughs> no, no. All right. FX has Legion coming back. No. On season three. <laughs> what? I loved the first season. I didn't I haven't see seen it. I just hate one. the character. Sorry. You That's don't like the character. Oh, Legion. But it's so good. The show's uh, great. Uh, Aubrey Plaza is also in that. Yep. I, I, like I don't her think as I've an watched actress. any of Legion. I thought it was great. The pacing of the first season's incredible. The casting's great the way the people play is magneto in it no Mm-mm. isn't he the son of magneto professor x really i thought he was magneto's son no maybe it's a headline i read wrong too that's quick, <laughs> quick, quick quicksilver is magneto's oh yeah that's true uh quicksilver and scarlet witch i'm i'm pumped to keep watching legion yeah for sure I, they did things that i just never expected out of a superhero show especially something that was related to X-Men in any capacity, that show was real heady and weird. Freeform has Cloak and Dagger Season 2 coming out. I'm so excited for this one, too. Did you I've watch heard really good things one? about it. People I loved that show. I loved Season 1. I thought it was so great. That was another one that was just, like, campy treat for me. That I was okay. like, it wasn't something that I would tell... The guys at work that I watch <laughs> because it's uh, <laughs> it's something that you and I have to furiously text about. Yeah, it seems a like la Pretty Little Liars and yes, Riverdale completely. It seems like a teen drama show for sure, but it like tickles your brain in all the right ways that you want to show like that too. You just want to and keep... you can hate watch it and not feel one bit bad about it. No, not at all. Is it on Hulu? Yeah, uh, Freeform is on Freeform Hulu. is yeah. on Hulu. Okay, yes. so you can watch any of those shows. Cool, on Hulu. great. Freeform is what used to be ABC Family. Oh, I didn't know that, but that okay. makes a lot of sense. Yep. All right, here's the big news for Sci-Fi: Deadly Class. Oh, oh yes, I knew that was coming. I didn't know it was coming next year. Rick yeah. Remender. Rick Remender's great. He's written a bunch of Marvel books that I love, but this was an image book. Is that right? Yes. So an independent book that he created. Really interesting concept. I loved the first story arc of it. Set in the '70s, and it's assassin high schoolers. Yes. Even, it's a, even though it's a period piece, I'm going to watch the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the book was great. What I read of it anyway. So great, yeah. Yeah. So we're really excited for that show. That was that was one that as, I think as soon as you read it, you're just like, I can't wait for this show to happen. 
Yeah. So glad that it got picked up. Well, and the most important thing about that show, Henry Rollins is in it. No shit, really? <laughs> yeah, he's like I the head. He's that. like the headmaster oh, of the school. Yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's badass. That's, I'm so I'm excited. I'm a fan of anything that reminds me of Sky High. <laughs> it's just like a really oh. opposite version. Sky High, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> Hey, uh, so Epics is getting into the comic book movie game. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's a television channel? Yeah. Okay. That's a cable network. Hmm. Um, and the show that they're doing is pretty interesting. It's called Pennyworth, and it's about Alfred. Nobody wants a that. A show just about Alfred. About the man who serves Batman. Yes. I want to know about that. I'm not sure if it's going to be like his early life hmm. or you, the, the how he helps Batman should, or what. It should be about Bruce Wayne purchasing Epics and the whole time he's like <laughs> Epics is actually a television channel just so you guys know. Is <laughs> <laughs> like Epics is like the station you only get in hotels? <laughs> is that like no. what they Oh god. You what? can tell so we don't huge, have cable or the, anything. It's the hotel preview channel. <laughs> if, you're, yeah, exactly. if you're a huge Batman fan, you got to be like, nah, I got to go back to the Holiday Inn. The pool closes at <laughs> that. That actually is such next, a great deal. If I was a Holiday yeah, Inn, I would Do we know anything rights. about Alfred? He is the butler to Batman. Settle down, nerds who know tons about Alfred. <laughs> it's all right. We just don't know. We know yeah, a lot of. Yeah, collectively, yeah. the four of us do mm-hmm. not know much. Uh, yeah. There's so many more shows still. What do you guys think about the lot I've described so far? I'm Already, excited. I'm tired. Yeah, excited. Sorry. I, I also. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like kind of like over it. Like you're over some of the shows. Like there's yeah. just so fucking yeah. many. I'm also kind of like, damn, I didn't realize there was that many. And that a lot same. of them are the same. Yeah. How many? Okay, so can you do like rapid fire with? Yeah, a let's few? do. There's not. There's not too too many left. Uh, Watchmen on HBO. I feel like this one validates some conversation. Oh, it yeah. absolutely yeah. does. Have you guys heard much about what the show's going to mm-hmm. be? No. Where does it take place in the timeline? I think this is post the the event. The event. Okay, so the end, end of Watchmen. I I'm get. I think. No, no, no. Do it's, I pre, have that it's, wrong? it's pre Doomsday Clock. Okay. So it's the the end of the '80s series run. Which right. is the original, right? I think, anyway. Yeah. I okay. might be totally wrong. Where, like, that. so a large population of the Earth is gone. Right. Um, or Manhattan. Or Manhattan. Yeah, sorry. Post event. Um, oh, so that's a good question. Does it follow the end of the movie or the end of the comic, too? Oh, that's a good point. Probably uh, the comic. There would, hasn't been much actually divulged about what it is. Okay. So this is all speculative. I think it is. It's, it, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's on HBO. It's more than TV, baby. It's yeah. HBO. <laughs> yeah. I've seen... They, they released the trailer. You know HBO's tagline, but have no clue what Epics is. <laughs> Nobody knows what fucking Epics is. <laughs> Wait, what is HBO's tagline again? Say it again. It's, it's more not than TV. TV. It's not TV. It's HBO. I've never seen a bad HBO show. Did you ever watch Westwood? I loved it. I'm kidding. I've never seen it. Oh. People made fun of it. I'm I sorry. thought it was great. I watched... Uh, I, I didn't know. I thought you were mispronouncing Westworld. Nope, it's, but it's about cowboys. Yeah. Hey. Much like Westworld. Mm. Save a horse, ride a Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> Keep All going, right. please. Yep. Hulu, <laughs> Runaways, season two. Yep. I like okay. I like the first season. Excited for the next one. That's another one that's just like a corny teen drama. Interesting thing about this podcast, we covered the book that predated that show. That's how long we've been around. Truth. Mm. Yum. <laughs> Fun little tidbit. Netflix. Let's go. so. Snap. Yum. Net, 
Netflix saved Lucifer. Oh, so that's Lu- right. Lucifer Sandman. got canceled and they brought it back on Netflix. So it switched networks. This is going to be season four. Wow. I don't know if they're just giving it an ending or if it's going to keep running. Either way. Uh, Mike will be stoked to hear this, I think. I believe you told me about this book when it came out, Umbrella Academy. Ah, yes. Getting a Netflix show, so that's how pretty How are they going to do that show, though? I have no fucking clue how they're going to do that show. There's, like, one of the main people is, like, a gorilla with a human head. Yes, totally. So that's going to be hard and expensive. We always say this every time Umbrella Academy is mentioned, but we should always we should say it again. It is written by the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, Gerard Way. Yeah. Worth mentioning. Yeah, he, he is uh, one of the... Primary writers for Young Animal. Uh, Young Animal. Yeah. On DC. Yep. I and rolled my eyes the first time I saw that he was writing comic books. I haven't read a comic book of his that I didn't like. Same. Dude's yeah. killing it. He's like, great. <laughs> it, if I could have two very successful careers in the way that he did, yeah. uh, <laughs> they would say, hey, are you Steve Jobs? No, I'm just Gerard Way. So we'll see. Like I said, there's a shit ton of other shows that are in development or production. Um, Why the Last Man is one. That's um, actually in production now? Yeah, Why the Last Man is... Um, They've done a lot of casting on that they're working in the on last a, three or four months. They're, yeah, I wonder they're, how they're going to cast the monkey. <laughs> uh, it's Marcel from Friends. <laughs> I uh, knew yes. you were going to say that. Name any other famous small monkey. Uh, don't you dare say Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say, but it wasn't Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> and then Damage Control. Is something that ABC is working on a pilot for. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. If you don't know, Damage Control is like the group that ke- cleans up superhero messes. Right. You think about like, they're, oh, they're knocking down buildings in New York like every day. Mm-hmm. We see a little bit of them in the Who Spider-Man movie. Yeah, true. Who so wrote what Damage Control? The comic? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. This is It's like an, it's like an older thing that uh, was kind of humorous. I f- okay. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. The Disney shows that got announced weren't on that list? Like the Loki show and the Scarlet Witch? What? Are those live action shows? Yeah. They actually signed on the original actors. There's going to be a Loki are show? They, where are they going to... kidding. From the uh, uh, movies. What? Yeah. Tom Hiddleston signed on for it. No. Oh. I'm not kidding. On the Disney streaming service, they're going to have the Loki um, show, Scarlet Witch, and then the Bucky, uh, Barnes, and um, Falcon show. It says Disney Plus, Loki. Yes. I don't know what Disney Plus is. That must be like a streaming network. That's that's what's going to be coming out in 2019. And that's what they're taking. It's in development. Probably won't make 2019 then. That's true. From Uh, what I pulled. Good call. Yep. uh, So that was us listing a whole bunch of things and going like, whoa, really? I uh, hope probably, you enjoyed it. We could, <laughs> this has been a podcast called First Issue Club Podcast. Thanks so much for listening, audience people. We are recorded in KCUR 89.3 Studios. We are part of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts. Our music is by Primary Color Music, and we are edited by Matthew Hodap. This is Budget King, and I consider my friendship a currency. And if you listen to this podcast all the way till now, you're part of that currency and consider yourself priceless. <laughs> I, like I actually it. really like yeah, that. Yeah, that was good. That was great. <laughs> uh, this is Greg Lichtai reminding you to find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Gmail. Uh, we just signed up for a thing called Discord. It's like a chat room. I don't know how long we're going to keep it. Oh, I approved that when the approval came through in the Gmail. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, is Greg trying to get his Pokemon Go going? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, I read about like people that have podcasts use it to like talk to their fans oh, instead cool. of like on Twitter, and I was like, well, give it a shot. We got some cool people on there already yeah. using it, so Greg like Ty signing off. I'm Caitlin Morasic, and I will show myself out. I'm Mike Stacy, rolling in a little bug, tumbling down a big old hill, falling in the water, drifting a bit downstream, drying up on some rocks, going up to heaven, hanging in the afterlife, meeting my maker. I have a soul now. Only now do you have a soul? Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, I realize I have a soul. Yeah, it took a lot for me to realize uh, that my soul. He was, didn't meet his maker. Was first. it? Yeah, he climbed up uh, Maslow's heart. A make him up of my brain. <laughs> Self actualized. <laughs> <Yep>. uh... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>